Well, it's great to be in the house of the Lord this beautiful Sunday. If you have your Bibles, would you open up to 1 Corinthians chapter 2? It's the Lord's heart that his people search the depths. That they go after the depths, seek the depths, experience the depths, know the depths, and become a people of the depths, a people not content to flit around on the surface. We are talking about that which lies beyond the shore, beyond the surface, and beyond the shallows. 1 Corinthians 20, verses 9 to 14, as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of men the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. It's the heart of God that we would be a people Let's search the depths. Let's seek the depths, come to know the depths, the deep things of God. The voice Bible reads, as the scriptures say, no eye has ever seen and no ear has ever heard. And it has never occurred to the human heart. All the things God prepared for those who love him. God has shown us these profound and startling realities through his spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep mysteries of God. Who can see into a man's heart and know his thoughts? Only the Spirit that dwells within the man. In the same way, the thoughts of God are known only by his Spirit. You must know that we have not received the Spirit of this rebellious and broken world, but the Spirit that comes from God so that we may experience and comprehend the gifts that come from God. We do not speak of these gifts of God in words shaped by human wisdom. We speak in words crafted by the Spirit because our collective judgment on spiritual matters is accessible to those who have the Spirit. But a person who denies spiritual realities will not accept the things that come through the Spirit of God. They all sound like foolishness to him for he is incapable of grasping them because they are disseminated, discerned, and valued by the Spirit. First question this morning, are we 
fully surrendered to the Spirit? Are you fully surrendered to the Spirit? Now, perhaps we're quick to answer yes. But hang on a minute. Reading from the Message Bible, the Spirit, not content to flit around on the surface, dives into the depths of God and brings out what God planned all along. You know, I wonder if there is an unholy contentedness amidst the churches. I wonder if there is an unholy contentedness holding even one of us back. The spirit not content beyond the shore, the surface, the shallows, dives into the depths of God. If one was to ask the questions, are you deep enough? Is there deeper still? What is keeping you from going deeper and seeking what lurks beneath? Fear? Uncertainty? Reluctance? Indifference? If one was to speak to you with prophetic utterance, let go and let the Spirit take you into the depths. You see, the Spirit will break and overcome our contentedness, our contentedness to flit around on the surface. I want to ask the church this morning, how bad do we want the deep things of God? How bad do you want the deep things of God? If we want the deep things of God, we are going to have to leave some things behind. Like what? A short up life? A surface life? A shallow life? Yes, a shallow life. A short up life, if we want the depths of God, we will have to forsake this kind of existence. Matthew 16, verse 26, for what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? The Passion Translation reads, for even if you were to gain all the wealth and power of this world at the cost of your own life, what good would that be? And what could be more valuable to you than your own soul? Perhaps we say today, well, that's got to be directed at the unbeliever. The Amplified Bible, for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his life, his blessed life in the kingdom of God? Or what would a man give as an exchange for his blessed life in the kingdom of God? Perhaps we let it apply here today. Shored up and content with the view. Forfeiting that which is available to us. The depths. Are we fully surrendered to the Spirit? The Spirit of God. 
that wants to take us deeper? Does a short up life know the depths of God? Truly, intimately. You know, not just in the head. Does a short up life know the depths of God? Short up. Now, we aren't talking about having things or money or anything like that right now. When we shore up our lives, we place them and keep them where we want them. And it's away from the water or just in the water where we can control things and manage currents. You think about our life with the Lord, a shored up life is when we take our life and we place our life where we want it. We place it where we want it, where we can control things and manage currents. There's a call to leave things behind, to go after the deep things of God. There's a call to leave behind a surface life. 2 Timothy 3 verse 5, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. The living Bible, they will go to church, yes, but they won't really believe anything they hear. Don't be taken in by people like that. You know, and there's a verse in the book of John, and I feel to apply it here today, John 7, verse 24 in the NLT. Look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. That word, surface, external, apparent, rather than real, superficial. Matthew 23, 28, even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. The living Bible, you try to look like saintly men, but underneath those pious robes of yours, our hearts be smirched with every sort of hypocrisy and sin. These are incredible words, incredible words that we read. The J.B. Phillips New Testament, you are like whitewashed tombs, which look fine on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all kinds of rottenness. For you appear like good men on the outside, but inside you are a mass of pretense and wickedness. Or we read from the message paraphrase, you're like manicured grave plots, grass clipped and the flowers bright, but six feet down it's all rotting bones and worm-eating flesh. People look at you and think you're saints, but beneath the skin, you're total frauds. There are no Pharisees today, right? Are there? Surface life? Well, perhaps today it's simply that we are simply content with the level we are at. We're simply content with flitting around on the surface. We're satisfied with this depth level, this level of surrender and passion, this level of kingdom life, 
and experience. Ask today, how bad do we want the deep things of God? How bad do you want the deep things of God? If we want the deep things of God, we're going to have to leave some things behind. A shallow life. If we just look at the word shallow, of little depth, not deep, lacking depth. And as we read near the beginning, the message, the spirit, not content to flit around on the surface, dives into the depths of God and brings out what God planned all along. And so I guess the question is, if the spirit is not content to flit around on the surface, perhaps we ask the question, is the spirit content to play around in the shallows? And again, we read the message, the spirit not content to flit around on the surface dives into the depths of God and brings out what God planned all along. Dives into the depths of God. The spirit not content and the people of God that are caught up in and by the spirit not content to flit around on the surface, not content to play around in the shallows, dive into the depths of God. I recently read this statement. I have no fear of depths and a great fear of shallow living. Apply that to your walk with the Lord. Apply that to your faith. Apply that to our Christianity. I have no fear of depths and a great fear of shallow living. A shallow Christian life a shallow experience in the kingdom, a life where I'm comfortable and I can control things and manage currents. I remember as a child in swimming lessons, couldn't wait to get in the deep end. You know, you start lessons and they put you on the deck. You're like, I'm ready to go. Let's just walk around to the under end of the pool and jump in. I honestly believe that when we're talking about spiritual things, God's just saying, head right to the deep end and dive in. Head right to the deep end and dive in. I think of adults, and as adults, you know, we like to shore up our lives, don't we? Perhaps we were once all about the depths, the deep water, and now we're content to just sit on the old lawn chair on the shore and watch the children play, watch the children dive deep. John 16, 13, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. The message, but when the friend comes. You know, the Holy Spirit is your friend. The spirit of truth, he will take you by the hand and guide you into all the truth there is. You see, if the spirit is not content with the surface, not content with the shallows, and this is where we find ourselves, 
He comes today to declare aloud that he is a diver and you are welcome to join him. There's no greater life. The deep things of God, the deep mysteries of God. I recently received a keychain, a floating keychain, and the graphic reads, Seek What Lurks Beneath. And on it is a picture of the Loch Ness Monster or the Ogopogo. You know, I remember being on the lake when I was young and hit this wave, and I, I was sure that the wave was the bump of the Ogopogo. <laughs> because we were told but this creature was down there. So you minded yourself in the water. And I'm not here to discuss the theology surrounding these names, these stories, these legends. But perhaps, perhaps we could examine one definition of the word lurk. Lurk. Wait to exist unperceived or unsuspected. To lie in wait. And you know, I wonder what's waiting for us lurking beneath. Because as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of men the things which God has prepared for those who love him. And still, God is revealing them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. There is a call in the spirit today to go deeper, deeper than we've ever been. There are depths we have never known and wonders to behold. You say, deeper how? Deeper in our relationship with the Lord. Deeper in faith. Deeper in our understanding. Deeper in our passion. Deeper in our fervor. I'm just giving you a short list. Deeper in our worship. Deeper in our prayer life. Deeper in righteousness. Deeper in holiness. Deeper in relentlessness, commitment, determination. Because the truth is still the truth. And the reality is still the reality. No eye is ever seen. And no ear is ever heard. And it has never occurred to the human heart all the things God prepared for those who love him. God has shown us these profound and startling realities through his spirit. I believe it's the heart of many here today. We want to know the depths of God. We want to go deep in God and with God and for God. That the Holy Spirit work deep in us and work depth in us. Yeah, human sight isn't enough. And the human ear isn't enough. And the human heart isn't enough. We need the Spirit. We need the Spirit that is not content to flit around on the surface 
And I want to encourage us all here today and say to every person here today, as we let go and let the Spirit take us deep, dive into the depths of God, God will show us profound and startling realities through His Spirit. And you want to know the truth today? If you choose to let go today, if you choose to forsake a short-up life or a shallow life or a surface life and cry out that the Spirit take you deep, I promise you, you will wonder how one could ever be content with the shallows or content with flirting around and flitting around on the surface and content with the shore. You say, it's all I know right now. Well, let the Spirit take you deeper. Shored up. Surface. Shallow. Spirit of the Lord is in this place. I want to share these words. We are told that I hath not seen, neither hath ear heard, neither have entered into the human heart of men the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Yet the eye has seen wonderful things. There are sunrises and sunsets, alpine glories and ocean marvels which once seen cling to our memories throughout life. Yet even when nature is at her best, she cannot give us an idea of the supernatural glory which God has prepared for his people. The ear has heard sweet harmonies. Have we not enjoyed music which has thrilled us? Have we not listened to speech which has seemed to make our hearts dance within us? And yet no melody of harp nor charm of oratory can ever raise us to a conception of the glory which God hath laid up for them that love him. As for the heart of man, what strange things have entered it? Men have exhibited fair fictions woven in the loom of fancy, which have made the eyes to sparkle with their beauty and brightness. Imagination has reveled and rioted in its own fantastic creations, roaming among islands of silver and mountains of gold. We're swimming in seas of wine and rivers of milk, but imagination has never been able to open the gate of pearl which shuts in the city of our God. What will it profit if we gain the whole world and forfeit our life, our blessed life, our blessed life in the kingdom of God? Or what would we give as an exchange for our blessed life in the kingdom of God? We can have the worship team return today. And there is a call today to the lost, those that do not know Jesus. And there is a call today to those that are found that still need to let go. There is a call today, a call today that goes out to the lost. What will it profit? We gain the whole world, but lose your kingdom life. And there's a call to the found today. There's a call to the found today. To those that still need to let go, 
Why miss out on all that God has for you? Why miss out? Why forfeit the greatest life, the greatest life you could live on this side of eternity? For what? And for who? What's holding us back? It's time to leave the shore behind. It's time to let the Spirit take us deeper. Listen, it's my heart's cry and my prayer daily, Lord, take me deeper. Take me deeper. Spirit, take me deeper. Spirit, make me deeper. <laughs> Work depth into me. I know that there's always a deeper depth. And there is for you. There is for you. It's time to leave the surface behind. It's time to dive into the depths of God. I want to ask, is fear holding you back? I know the Spirit's speaking. We don't have to dissect this. What's holding us back today? Fight the fears that hold you back. This space and time, it's worth it to let go. There's nothing to fear. Let them take you to places you never knew exist. If you want more, there's so much more. Let go. He'll take you there. You know, I know full well what fear and common sense do to us. They hold us back. Don't let fear or common sense, that which is common among man, hold you back. A.W. Tozer said these words, no man has found how far he can go with God because there is in the mysterious depths of God neither limit nor end. You wanna know the truth today, church? The truth is the only limit and end is with us. The only limit and end is with me. The only limit and end is with you. The only limit and end is with us. Would you receive the call of the Spirit today? Receive the words of the Spirit today. Let us not be those that go to church, yes, but don't really believe anything we hear <laughs> or pick and choose. I believe that, I don't believe that, I believe that, I don't, you know what, just line it up with the Word of God and let's see, let's see. Often we pick and choose what we want to believe because it messes with our reality. It calls things as they are. It brings things into the light. It exposes things. And so we don't want the truth. And when we hear the truth, often when we receive truth, 
The first reaction is a negative reaction. You know, the Bible says the truth shall set us free. The truth sets free. Would you receive the call today? I don't know this. This might be a real game changer for many here today, a lifesaver for many here today. I really feel the spirit for parents here today. This could change your home. This could change the future. This could change the generation you are raising. If you would say, I'm leaving the shore behind. I'm leaving the surface behind. I'm leaving the shallows behind. I'm going deep. Train up a child in the way they shall go. Train up, train up a child in the way they shall go. And then we throw them into the arms of the Father and we trust them. We release them into the arms of the Father. This could be a real game changer today, a lifesaver today for many. It's a simple call to go deeper than you've ever gone before. You've got your schedule all made up. Carved out this much time for God. He's saying, I have so much more for you. If you just let go of your schedule a little, you know. We got to take care of the things we got to take care of, but let's take care of our kingdom life. Let's go deeper than we've ever gone before. Let's begin to cry out. And I promise, I promise you, we will wonder how we were ever content with all that we'd left behind.